Welcome to Semper Sometimes with Benny. So listen, um, ah, so I wanted this to be a um, an episode where it's video and everything, but it's a, it's one of those things where it, you know it's an impromptu in the car, just got off the phone with somebody, and I'm just gonna go on a rant. Okay, so listen. If you're hearing this, that's great, phenomenal. I highly doubt it, but whatever. Listen, why in the world are we in the office past five, I would say latest 1900? What the hell is going on? Like, and this, and this comes, so here's the thing, right? I did a live the other day about this and I, and it was because a friend of mine put on his Instagram, his Facebook that he was at the office till one o'clock in the morning and immediately, you know, I'm on the fence of both, right? So I'm never, the best part about no longer being on recruiting duty is I can talk from both perspectives. I was a recruiter and I was a staff at COIC. I had great leadership. I had poor leadership. So listen, if you're a staff NCOIC and your Marines are in the office past seven o'clock at night, any day of the week, you're failing. If you're, and this is with all due respect, if you're a commanding officer and there are Marines across the state that are in the office past 1900, there's a problem. There is legitimately a disconnect. There is a problem, and it needs to get fixed, man. Because the reality of it is, is that you know as well as I do, nothing is happening at 1900 in an office. Nothing. And and if it's a punishment, now it's an empty punishment. Because now, you know, if you told me, hey, listen, and this is what most have, this is what I hear. And it's not just, you know, New Jersey where I was a recruiter, but I hear this from other people too. Hey man, I need you to work so hard this whole summer and this whole beginning of the school year because you're going to get your time off with your family. I want to make sure that FMAM is good. I want to make sure that you get your holidays for your family. But hey, listen, brother, I need you to work extra hard right now. And then guess what? You worked all those extra hours to still not go home to your family, to still not be home with your family, to miss these holidays, to miss these birthdays, to miss all these things going on, and nobody fucking did what they said they they were going to do. And here's the problem. Then you tell people these things like, hey, go make mission, we'll go fishing. And then you have Marines who made mission last Friday and still are working until 12 o'clock at night. And that are going out to the mall till Monday at freaking 12 o'clock. What the? Oh, first of all, I don't give a damn what holiday it is. But who the hell is at the mall on a Monday? That's number one. Number two, in today's world in which we live, most people aren't even going out shopping because they got all that shit on the internet. All I got to do is go on Amazon. So my point of this episode, my point of hopping on here is just because... Listen, I understand the frustration from these recruiters. I understand the frustration on these recruiting pages because it's fucked up. You tell these Marines, 
Hey, if we make mission, I'ma let you go home. Hey, if you get your two appointments for tomorrow, I'ma let you go home. But then what happens? Well, the other recruiter in the office didn't hold his up into the bargain, so I can't send you home. Oh, well, the other recruiter or the other office in the state didn't make mission. So because they didn't make mission, I'm going to hold you accountable. And then it becomes this whole huge thing. But my point of the matter is that we need to have some sort of accountability here. Because you have Marines who are losing families. Bro, you got Marines that are getting into car accidents because they didn't have enough sleep at night. Now, let's, let's, let's just think about this for a second. And I've said this before in other episodes, but the reality of it is this, right? If a Marine was in the Fleet Marine Corps, right? And the Marine, God forbid, did not go home at a certain time and then on the and did not get an eight hours of sleep, they would be in trouble because they are not technically allowed to operate a government vehicle if they do not have eight hours of sleep. Why is it that recruiting duty, we just don't give a shit about that? We just don't care anymore. We don't care about the morale of our Marines. We don't care about troop welfare. We don't care about these Marines and their families. And if you do, then where is the, where is the proof in the matter? Like, where is the legitimate proof in the matter that we give a shit about these damn Marines? Because you got people becoming 8412s just to become a freaking 8412. And that's the reality of it. Like, you got some 8412s that can't fucking sell shit to nobody. And listen, this isn't this isn't about me being bitter about the fact that I wasn't that I didn't become an 8412. Because I'll tell you right now. I'll sit down in front of eight, not, I'm not going to say any 8412, but I'll sit down with a bunch of them and I'll show you how to freaking sell some shit. But the reality of it is, is that we have lost touch with a thing called leadership, bro. We have lost touch with a thing called leadership and a thing called freaking morale. And the thing of the matter is, is that there's Marines out there that don't get the proper training. And that's just me being real. I'm not saying nothing derogatory towards anybody. I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not saying names. I'm just talking about reality. Let's go through the numbers. Let's sit here and go through the numbers and see if there's Marines out there on the streets getting true 369s. Let's find out if there's Marines out there who are getting freaking, who are getting, um, what the hell is that word, that are getting certified that should have never been certified. And then when they don't make their numbers, we're blaming it on them. But no, maybe we should be blaming it on the person that certified them. And that was me when I was on the duty as a staff at COIC. I had that conversation. Hey, this Marine should not be certified. Oh, well, hey, man, you know, we got to do it. Does he understand the basics? Does he understand how to area canvas? Does he understand this? Bro, it don't matter if he understands how to do it. Can he do it? Does his APR show that he can do it? Does his APR toward a date show that this dude should literally be a certified recruiter? Because if you were in a college, if you went to somewhere where, where, where it meant something, which I would hope the Marine Corps means some shit, if you certify this dude, that means that when he fails, I can come knocking on your door. I can call you up and be like, hey, bro, you, you certified a piece of shit? Because that's the reality of it. 
there are Marines on this duty that be that are being failed left and right because nobody wants to give them the fucking training that they are deserving. And the reality of it is, is that in the Fleet Marine Corps, if a Marine went to MOS school, if a Marine went to a follow-on school, we would be like, hey, man, that's an untrained Marine. We would call it out. We would call Marines out for substandard performance. We would call Marines out. But now, that's not a thing no more. You got Marines that are on substandard performance, or you got a Marine who, who went a whole year without writing a contract and was never put on some standard performance. So, but, but you know what the funny thing is, though? You know what the funny thing is? The funny thing is, is that everybody and their mother are going to attack that a Marine and call him a shitbag. Everybody going to call that dude a shitbag. But let me ask you this question. Where's the Marine's training? If we look at that Marine's training, training log and we look at that Marine's training... Who is the majority of the training from? Is it from the staff at COIC or is there none? But now let me ask you this question, big boy. My mother, my brother, if I look in that dude's training, hey, Sergeant so-and-so, if I open up your training jacket right now, if I, if I open that bad boy up, how much training have you received from an 8412? How much training have you received from your staff at COIC? Let's talk about it. Let's be real about it. And then you know what's going to happen. Everybody and their mother going to come out about, oh, I gave it to him. I just didn't put it in there yet. Oh, I, I, I gave it to him. And listen, I'm not saying that that wasn't me. I'm not saying that I didn't get my Marines training. And I'm not saying that there was time where I forgot to put it in there. I'm not going to sit here and say that. I'm not going to sit here and say that there wasn't time I didn't do IOS. I'm not going to say that there wasn't times that I didn't do, you know, um, Telephone observation forms or fire for tele for fire for effect or whatever the hell you want to call them because everybody got different acronyms for them. But my point of the matter is what? My point of the matter is, is that we are failing these Marines, but nobody wants to take accountability for it. Nobody want to sit here and say, you know what? The reason why your husband isn't home tonight is because I haven't showed him how to sell. I haven't showed him how to close. I haven't showed him how to talk to parents. I haven't shown him how to do a package. Bro, if you have a recruiter in your office that can't sell, that can't close, that can't do packages, I want to know how good you are. I want to know how good you are. Because that's the reality of it. You know, in the Marine Corps, we've always said that you were a product of me. As your staff in COIC, you are a product of me. When I, when I, you know, as a parent, as a father, if my son fails, who does it look bad on? It looks bad on me. In the Marine Corps, if a, if a Marine gets fucked up somewhere, what do they first do? Hey, who's your, who's your, who's your higher ups? Hey, what unit do you belong to? Right? Because you're a reflection of what? You're a reflection of your leadership. So guess what, brother? If there's a Marine in your office that can't sell, then guess what? Maybe you fucking suck. Maybe you're not good. Or maybe, and that's something that I would say, and I would get attacked about it, and I would get say, oh, no, that's not how this works. I would say, hey, you know what? Clearly, I've been training this Marine for the past six months, and I'm not able to get through to him. 
So is there a chance that maybe you could come through to the office and you could take care of this, Marine? Maybe there's something that you could say that I haven't said yet. Maybe you could actually show me how to train said Marine. You know, maybe there's something that I'm not doing right because there's different leadership tactics, there's different leadership roles, and there's different things that maybe it's, maybe this Marine learns differently from a different leader, right? And these are all things that I'm saying. But why am I getting so hyped up? Why am I getting so hyped up? It's because of the fact that nobody ever wants to point the finger at themselves and say, you know what, man, it's my fault. And this, again, this is the recruiter and this is the staff at CYC. And guess what? It's the 84-12-2. And it's the command. And it's Mickrick. It's everybody, bro. Because the 84-12 community is undermanned. But now here you go. This is the vicious cycle that you got. You got the 84-12 community being undermanned. So what does that cause? That causes them to make anybody an 84-12. They got people becoming 84-12s that couldn't, that couldn't make a TC. And I know it because I watched it happen. You got people becoming 84-12s that only been in the Marine Corps eight years. Like, bro, what are we talking about? Four years of your career was in the Fleet Marine Corps, then the next four years was on recruiting duty, and you were only in one RSS. So we're going to make somebody an 84-12 that has only been to one AO. Please tell me how that makes sense. You have never seen adversity. You don't know what it's like to serve in another AO. You don't know. So how are you going to be an effective 8412? If you can't sit here on the phone and set same-day appointments, same-day interviews, same-day NWAs, why are you an 8412? If you got to call somebody to ask them for help selling a KG, why are you an 8412? Like, this is just my reality, bro. This is just my reality. And I, I hope everybody understands that this is not me coming at anybody like rude, derogatory. I'm just being real. I am just being real. Because everybody want to talk about how, how, the commu- how the community of recruiting duty is sales, right? But we got to remember we are still Marines. And we are failing our Marines as leaders, as staff and CEOs. We are failing our Marines. If you're at the end of the day, that is what we are supposed to do. We are supposed to help our Marines and we're supposed to help them make it off the duty successfully. But if you're not doing that, If you got Marines with newborn babies at home and they're sitting in the office until 1 o'clock at night, why are you not thinking of their wives, bro? Why are you not thinking of a postpartum depression? Why are you not thinking about these Marines and their depression? And maybe you are. And we can put so much blame on the recruiter for being a .09 recruiter. I get it. But, bro, guess what? And being at that office till 7 o'clock at night ain't going to change shit, bro. You having them out the mall until 12 o'clock at night ain't going to do shit. Bro, that ain't it. That is not it. You ain't got the answer, Sway. It's the reality of it. Right now, if you are a staff in COIC or an 8412, my question to you is what are you doing?
to help the 8411 community of Marines. And my next question is, is if you go onto these Facebook pages and all you ever hear is complaining, 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 bro, maybe there's a bigger problem here at large, dog. Maybe we got to start figuring out how to be better, man. And I get it. I get it. It's not a quick fix. I understand that it ain't the right thing. I understand that there's no there's no perfect fix. But what I will tell you is, and I saw this with my own eyes, and I still get calls. I still get phone calls from Marines all across Mickrick now because of my podcast. I talk to people all over the Marine Corps, so I know that it ain't just where I was coming from. But you got Marines, you got staff and COICs, you got 8412s, 8411s who don't show up to work till midday, but their Marines been at work since 7 a.m. And then you wonder why their Marines don't work for you? And you wonder why they don't trust your word? Because you tell them, hey, man, make mission. I'm going to send you home. I'm going to get you home early to your family. And then guess what? It all becomes empty promises. It all becomes empty promises. And then you have Marines who come out on the duty and they say things like, bro, I want to be successful. I want to kill it on these streets. And then there's so much negativity, negativity, so much toxicity from the 12 community, from the 11 community, from prior recruiters. Like, bro, get the fuck gone. Y'all, and then you say, oh, well, we're going to be undermanned if we RFC everybody. But what does it matter? You got to get people off the duty. You got to show Marines that, hey, listen, you know what? If you're not going to make it on this duty, we are going to RFC you. That is it. Prime example. But when you sit here and you send trash ass 8411s to MEPS to go chill, or when you send trash ass 8411s who can't hack it to freaking headquarters, then all you do is you're showing the Marines, hey man, you know what? There's no accountability here. That is the problem with recruiting duty as a whole. Now, mind you, I have not been in every RS, RS so again, I'm just talking about from what I'm hearing and every episode that I drop, every episode that I talk about, I have plenty of Marines that reach out to me and say, bro, that's exactly what's happening here. I had a Marine reach out to me yesterday who literally said straight out, I'm, I'm, I'm on my nine month eval and the only training I've gotten is when I call the ARI or the RI myself. How does that make sense? But yet we want, but yet we expect those Marines to be 2.0 recruiters. But yet we expect those Marines to go out there and kill it. But yet we're not even giving them an honest day's work. How many times have you had an 8412? And, and this is for the question for the, for the 11th and this is the question for the 12th community. How many times have you walked to, into an office midday and said, hey, I'm here, for you. I'm here for this recruiter's eval. But hey, if the CEO calls, let them know I went home early. Let them know I stayed late, but I, I really left early. How many times do you do that? How many times do you not give a Marine? Or, like I was told, I was straight out told by my ARI at the time, hey, man, I just didn't think you needed it because you were killing it. But what if I had gotten the prescribed amount of training? What if I had actually gotten those sit-down conversations? I could have been a 4.0 recruiter. I could have been even better than I already was. But the reality of it is, is that everybody want to blame the 8411. Everybody want to blame the recruiter. But where's the training at? And now, mind you, if the Marine got the training 
And the Marines signed on that dotted line. Okay, whoop, that mother effer gone. I got you. I'm all with you. But let's be real. Are they really getting the training that they need to be successful? And everybody says it for themselves. Hey, listen, man. BRC, just a quick class. You're going to learn everything else on the street. That's what everybody else tells you. But now the question is, is that when they get out to the street, how much are they learning? Like, I'm going to be real. The fact, the fact that there's, listen, I love the fact that I have people reaching out to me to do episodes. I love the fact that my podcast is killing it when it comes to recruiting duty. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love that I have episodes that have 400 views. Trust me, I love it. But the fact of the matter is, is that I shouldn't have 8411s reaching out to me for guidance. Like, that's, that has a problem. That right there means there's a problem. The fact that an 8411 who is no longer on the duty is having an amazing feat of people coming to him asking for help genuinely. I don't I don't know if it's a problem, but reality of it is, is that if I was a staff in COIC, I would feel some type of way. Like if I was a staff in COIC right now, and I found out that my Marine, now, now listen, I'm not gonna I wouldn't be mad if I knew my Marine was listening to a podcast about this, right? But if I found out that my Marine reached out to that Marine through a DM and asked for help and guidance, I personally would feel some type of way. I would feel some type of way. Because that means that I'm not giving that Marine the the training that he is owed. And that means that I'm failing that Marine. Or maybe, you know, I get it. You know, some people will learn differently. So maybe, you know what, maybe he listens to Benny differently. Maybe he's gathering it from Benny differently. And if that's the case, well, then I'm going to ask that Marine, hey, listen, man, what is Benny doing that I'm not doing? Because the reality of it is, is that you're my Marine. I need to understand how am I failing you? I'm a, I'm a married man. If I'm failing my wife or my children, I have to understand that and I have to figure out how to fix that. So the reality of it is, is that if you were in charge of Marines in an office or in a command element and those and you got substandard Marines, then what are you doing to fix that? What is your training plan? Oh, let me guess. Ones and zeros come sit at the headquarters and make phone calls all day. What the What is that doing? What is that doing for anybody? Oh, let me guess. Hey, if you don't have an appointment by 11 o'clock, you're going to be in your dress blues at Wawa. What is that doing? Oh, if you don't do this by this time, you're going to start calling Master Guns every hour on the hour. What the hell does that do besides give you anxiety and depression? Like, come on. We need to have more sincere training being conducted We need to think outside the box. All hands training needs to be more serious. Maybe we need to do inner group training. Maybe small group training. Maybe swapping staff and COICs 
So you know what? RSS so-and-so, you're the staff in CYC. Hey, you're going to go train this office just for the day. Again, I don't know. Maybe that's not a good idea. I don't know. But we need to start spitballing ideas here. Because the fact of the matter is, is that, and, and I say we, but I'm not even, number one, I ain't French. And number two, I'm not even on the duty no more. But the reality of it is, is guess what? I'm still a staff at CO. And I say we because the reality of it is, is that no matter whether I get out the Marine Corps tomorrow or I stay in the Marine Corps, I will always be a staff and CO and I will always be a Marine. And if there is a Marine that's hurting on the duty, then that means I'm family. And that's my personal opinion. That is how I feel. And I'm not even on the duty anymore. So if you're the staff and CO of an office and a commanding officer, you know what? I believe in you wholeheartedly. But that's the problem, too. That's the problem, too. You have 8412s that are not creating quality staff and COs. And then you have staff and COs that are going to get off the duty, go back to the fleet, that are not creating quality staff and COs. And then you wonder why y'all are always making mission, missing missions. Because you're putting people in the staff and COIC sheet, see, that should have never been there. And then some of y'all have an issue with stat, with sergeants being staff and COs. But yet, yet you'll meritoriously promote a dude from corporal to gunny. But yet you don't want to put a sergeant in charge of a, an office. Like, come on, man. Like, come on. Like, we are legitimately, seriously, we're, 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 we're failing the Marine Corps, man. And then on top of that, we talk about recruiting duty. We talk about, you know, the Marine Corps' duty is to change the lives and to put better quality citizens into the community. Is it? Is it? Are we doing that? Or are we just more focused on a number? Or are we just more focused on putting seats, putting bodies in seats? How many times do we push kids to go to, to, go to boot camp that really weren't ready? And now I get it. Sometimes it is mental and it's not physical. And these kids got it and we got to push them. I get that. But you and I both well know that there's times that this kid that go to boot camp should, that should have never been going to boot camp. And then when you say that, the answer is, oh, well, hey, we can't miss ship, dog. Hey, we can't miss ship, dog. And now we are in, the, we are in charge of changing men and women's lives and we're doing them wrong. But yet we promised them that we had them from the jump. I got you, bro. I'll do everything for you. You can trust me. Your family can trust me. Blase, blase. Bro, what are we doing? At the end of the day, let's really think about what are we doing for these Marines? What are we doing to help mentor and guide and train these Marines? Instead of mc 4 in these dudes, why don't we have real live conversations about their goals and aspirations? Why don't we really sit down with them and ask them, hey, man, what is going on with you and how can I help you? And if you're going to sit here and tell your Marines to be at work at 8 o'clock in the uniform of the day, guess what? Where do you need to be, Staff Sergeant? Where do you need to be, Gunny? Guess what? You need to be in the office at the fr- in the uniform of the day. And I'm telling you right now, was there times that I wasn't? Yeah, but guess what? My recruiter would look at me and say, hey, Staff Sergeant, you told all the Marines to be changed over at 8 o'clock. Why are you not changed over? And I would look at my A-gunner and I would say, you know what? You're not wrong. And I would fix myself. 
bro, I don't know what happens, but all of a sudden we finally, we, we begin to believe that we no longer got to be accountability. We no longer have to be accountable to ourselves, bro. We got to stop being hypocrites. We got to stop holding these Marines to a standard that we don't hold ourselves to. Bro, listen, I, I, I'm glad that you can go to the gym and do 30 pull-ups. I'm glad you got a 300 PFT. But guess what? In the world in which we live in on recruiting duty, can you make mission? Can you lead these Marines to the promised land? And guess what, devil dog? Not every office is the same. Not every AO is the same. Every one of them is different, and every one of them is going to have a new, 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 and new and unique monster that we have to overcome. We got to figure it out as a team. We got to work together. We got to have one common goal. But at the end of the day, guess what? If you're sitting home with your family and your boys are at work, you're fucked up. If your boys are at the office, if your Marines are sitting at the office and you're not sitting beside them working, you are fucked up. I don't care. That's my personal opinion. And you can ask any Marine that ever worked for me. If they were at the office, I was with them too. Unless, unless my A-gunner was like, listen, Staff Sergeant, I want you to go home because I got this. And then even then, then I would say, you know what, I got you. And I used to do that when I was a recruiter. And that's where my Marines got it from. I would go up to my 8412 and I would say, listen, Gunny, I do not need you here in the office. You being here in the office gets us uptight. It gets it gets us anxiety. It gets us erratic. I don't want, like, Gunny, we don't need you here. Go home. I got you. And guess what? On Monday morning, he had the interviews he needed. He had the docs he needed. He had the NWAs he needed. And we were good. But now what I'm trying to get at is that there's too many fucking staff and COICs and 8412s that are, and and again, I'm not putting this all on the 8412 because that's not true. It's not reality. Because there's there's more staff and COs that are 8411 than there are 8412s. But the problem that you have is that you have Marines that go to all hands, that sit in these staff and COIC meetings, and what do they keep telling the CO? Oh, it's it's the Marines, sir. Oh, it's the Marines, sir. Oh, it's the Marines, sir. My Marines this, my Marines that. Ain't nobody ever saying, bro, I suck as a leader. Can you help me? And guess what? I did. I sat down every day for months on end with the RI 8412 Master Gunnery Sergeant, and I asked for help. How can I help my Marines? How can I be better? What can I do? Because I genuinely wanted to help my Marines, and I wanted to be better for them. Because that is why I wanted to be an 8412. I wanted to change the stigma of 8412s. Because I can't stand the fact that every person I know hates 8412s. I can't stand the fact that 8412s hate 8412s. And I know them that say that. That literally say I hate my community. And that's why I wanted to be an 8412. But the most important reason why I wanted to be 8412 was because I saw the lack of connection be- between the 12 and the 11. I saw the lack of give a shit about the Marines on the duty and their families. And you see it all over the all over the Facebook, all over the Instagram, all over the posts. Hey man, I worked 96 hours this week and I got a plastic football. 
Hey, man, I worked all these hours and I got a plastic toy. Like, what are we talking about? And then you got Marines like me who put four years on the duty. And guess what they get? They get a Navy comp, but you couldn't even put your uniform on to give it to me. That's a slap to the face. At the end of the day, no matter how you feel about nothing, that's a slap to the face in front of my entire family. But you wonder why Marines feel the way that they feel. You wonder why Marines are disgruntled about recruiting duty. Anywhere else in the Marine Corps, would they give you a Navy comm and a, and, and a NAM in civilian clothes while you're standing there in, 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 in camis? No. They would have called the comm, they would have literally called the formation and they would have made it something. Especially when it was a Marine end of tour award after four years of service to the to this to this state, to the Marine Corps. And then you look at my wife and you say, hey, thank you so much and we're going to miss him. What? That's the reality of this stuff, man. And everybody see through it. And if you don't think people don't see through it, you out your bird, brother. And that's to everybody, man. There are 8411s out there right now that are suffering through the holidays for your mission. And you ain't doing nothing about it. I guarantee you right now at 8.30 at night, as I'm posting this freaking episode, that there's people out there sitting in a freaking... I'm going to drop this episode as soon as I get to the crib. and drop it at 9 o'clock. And I'm telling you right now that there's hundreds of thousands of Marines across Mikrik that are sitting in their office, twiddling their thumbs, waiting for someone to say, go home. And then guess what? God forbid someone's going to get into an accident caused by, by lack of sleep. And then someone's going to get in trouble for some other shit because they feel like there's a contract is worth more than their career and their family. And that's something that my, well, my new boss from my civilian job came and talked to us about. And he said, listen to me, no contract is worth your integrity, your family, and your freaking life. So do the right thing. But guess what? These Marines on this duty don't feel that way. They feel like, bro, it's either I make it off this duty or I lose my career. Or I'm a, and I'm going to lose my family along with it. And the fact that nobody wants to change that is absurd. And the fact that there's only so few that want to change it is, a, is disgusting. And the fact that I'm literally, that the fact that there's Marines all over the place. And again, listen to me. I'm not sitting here saying that I'm greater than now. I'm not sitting here saying that I wasn't that guy. I'm not saying that. But guess what? I had a wife that would remind me. My wife would call me at eight o'clock and say, Doug, why are you, why aren't you home yet? You said you weren't going to do this when you were a staff in COIC. But guess what? I made mission. I made mission. And I sent my Marines home on Fridays at a reasonable hour. After 1900, bro, go home is Friday. On Saturdays, guess what? Saturdays, if we come in, we're coming in at 10, we're leaving at 3. Sundays, if you don't if you don't have an appointment for Monday, that's on you. You better be in the office because you failed me all week. But guess what? If you had appointments for Monday 
and they were going to show, then you, you got Sunday all to yourself. But I put things in place and I made sure that I let my Marines go home. My boy Durkee. I would tell him to go home. He would go back out. In the, he would go back to the streets. I'd call his wife. Hey, did he make it home yet? No, he's not home yet. I would call him, bitch his ass out, and say, go to fuck home. I told you to go home. Why? Because I cared about his family. I cared about what his wife was going through. I cared about his daughter. I cared about these Marines. I still care about these Marines. If you were an 8412 or a staff in COIC and you don't give a shit about these Marines, then you need to fucking resign, bro. Go tell your commanding officer I'm not suited for the job. If you do not have these Marines' best interest in mind, if you don't, then, then, then stop doing it, bro. If you're showing up to work at 11 o'clock and you tell your Marines to be there at 8 a.m., then you're the problem. If you're not working alongside these dudes, then you're the problem. If these Marines are working till 12, 1 o'clock at night, what are we talking about? What is going on? Please incur, please help me understand this. And listen to me. If you're somebody who got Marines working till 12, 1 o'clock at night, hit me up. Let's do an episode about it. Let's talk about it. Help me understand how it makes sense because I want to know. And then, oh, at the same time, let the Marine Corps know you're doing that shit too because you know that shit ain't right. You know Marine Corps-wide, that shit ain't okay. You know your Marines got to get eight hours of sleep. And then that's the fact. If you're not going home till 12 or 1 o'clock at night, then, bro, guess what? I bet you I hope you're not coming into the office till 10 o'clock because I got to get my eight hours of sleep, dog. Like, listen, and I hope everybody understands where I'm coming from, like, because this is the shit that aggravated the hell out of me. This is why it upsets me to my core that I was never able to become an 8412. Because this is the shit that got to change. And if it never changes, this is why we lose Marines. This is why we lose Marines. And I don't mean lose them as in die, but that's a reality. But we we also just lose great Marines. You have phenomenal Marines that come out on this duty that were great Marines. And this duty destroys them. It destroys them, their families, themselves, their children. All because of a number, which again is supposed to be a great thing because we're putting people in the Marine Corps for generations. We got to focus on reality here. We got to focus on the process. We got to, if we focus on the process and we do things right, the result is going to come. But nobody want to give a damn about the process. All y'all give a damn about is the result. Y'all too focused about numbers. Yo, now mind you, I get it. I get it. Numbers work. I understand APRs and, you know, TC to contact and contact. I, I get all that shit. But listen, man, sometimes we got to put that shit aside and we got to look at reality and we got to look at life and we got to look at work and we got to look at work ethic. We got to look at leadership and we got to look at, we got to about care. And y'all ain't doing that. And again, this is not a, this is not a conversation towards any one person. This is a conversation towards grown-ass men and women. I'm just talking blanket. This is to everybody out there. If you are a Marine in any stature, whether you are a sergeant major, a major, a commander-in-chief, whether you are a freaking staff NCO, whether you are an 8411, 8412, you're a Marine. 
and that is what I'm talking about. The the lack of accountability on recruiting duty is atrocious. And it's and and bro, and and that's why it bothers me. It legitimately bothers me that 8412s have the look that they have, you know? And I hate that. I hate it. I hate when I you know, I hate when I'm on Instagram or I'm on or I'm on Facebook and everybody's like 12 suck, 12 suck, 12 suck. Or people are like, oh, that's something the 12 would say. Like, no. Why can't we literally just care about Marine Corps recruiting duty? Why can't we just want to make the Marine Corps better? Why can't we just want to put in quality applicants to make quality Marines? Why can't our mission statement be reality? That's my question. And listen, again, I, I, I'm going to probably get a whole bunch of flack off this episode. I'm going to probably get a whole bunch of people thinking I was talking about you. Listen, if you think I'm talking about you, then probably the shoe fits. If that's how you feel. And if you think I'm talking about you, then give me a call. We can have a conversation about it. We can do an episode about it. And I would love to hear your stance. But the reality of it is, is that if you feel like I'm coming at you, then you're probably in the wrong. And the reality of it is, is guess what? It's not just one, two, three, or five people. And again, I'm saying that it was me. I am at fault for this too. But the reality of it is, is that as staff NCOs, what are we supposed to do? We are supposed to hold each other accountable. We are supposed to hold each other accountable. What are your, and, and let's talk about this reality. Growing up in the Marine Corps, what is a Lance Corporal supposed to do if he sees something wrong going on? Accountability. You, we used to encourage that. Bro, if you're, if there's a staff in CIC who ain't doing some shit, right? Call him out, bro. Call him out. Be real with it, bro. Like, come on. If you have, if you, if you're a staff in CIC and you're not wearing the uniform of the day, let me ask you this question. If the, if the commanding officer were to show up, would you have all of your Marines in the uniform of the day and you not be in it? Let's be real about it. No. You wouldn't. You would run to your office because I had it happen back in the day when I was a sergeant on the duty. I literally had um, I had my, my 8412 gunny. We were all changed over in uniform. And the, and the RI showed up out of nowhere, pulled up to the office, and a gunny was standing in front of the door, in front of the window. Windows were down. And I said, oh, shit. I said, gunny. The R.I.'s here. I said, Master O'Brien's here. And he said, fuck. And what do you think he did? He ran in the office, put his uniform on, came right out and was like, hey, what's going on, Master How are you? Because the reality of it is, is that if you, how you act in your office, would you act that way if you were getting an SRI right now? If you had a command member on deck, if you had the colonel, the general, or somebody come into your house, is that how you would act right now? The answer is probably no. The answer is probably a hard no. So why don't we sit down as a state, as staff and COICs, and find out how the fuck can we make this shit work? Because it's every year, man. It's every year. The four years I was on recruiting duty, it was the same bullshit lies. 
It was the same bullshit lies. Hey, I need you guys to work hard through the summer so that when the holidays come, we can give you guys 96s and we can give you off. And then you worked all those bullshit hours and then guess what? You still didn't have time with your family. Listen, all I'm asking for is for people to hold each other accountable. Hold your Marines accountable. Staff and COICs hold each other accountable. 8412s hold other 8412s accountable. Commanders hold other commanders accountable. Hold your Marines accountable. But listen, y'all got to care about these Marines and their families. And you know that. You know that. We are failing our Marines. We are genuinely, absolutely failing our Marines every single day. Every day that you do not send that Marine home at a reasonable hour and you make it, it it's one day into the next, into the next, and then it's three years of it. And then you have a Marine who's disgruntled and doesn't give a shit about three years, years of his entire career. So that's it. Let's just be real with it. 